Looking for a one-stop shop for all your audio and video needs? Then look no further than Always Press Record Productions. With over 100 hours of original content produced, Always Press Record Productions has an experienced staff on hand ready to assist you with all your YouTube, podcast, and music video needs. Check them out at alwayspressrecord.com. Once again, that's alwayspressrecord.com. And remember, they press record and you become the star. Welcome to the Mangrove Community. Strengthening the community one branch at a time. For more information about the community or how to volunteer, please visit mangrovecommunity.org. All right, and we're back. Another episode of Mangrove Presents Reasonable Doubt. Let's do it. Yeah, we have our guests in the building. Mr. Michael Allen. Mr. Michael Allen. Yes, yes he's sir. running for um, Congress, District 18. That's right. U.S. District 18. U.S. District 18. That's right. You know, um, it's the big boys. The big know, boys play, Trey. Yeah, Sheila Jackson Lee, she's holding that seat right now. She's so um, I wanted to bring him in down. Um, and, and see what okay. he has to offer, what platform he stands on, um, you know, the things he, he plans to bring to the community. Uh, but first, we want to start off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let us know That's where up. you're from. Well, I grew up just a little bit ways over here in Magnolia, Texas. Okay. We were talking about that with Trey. So Magnolia, Texas is a little bitty town. It's about 1,600 people. Mm-hmm. I was born in Japan, moved here when I was about six years old okay. in kind of like Magnolia area. So it was a culture shock, right? I grew up in Tokyo, Japan, Until and you now I'm six. in Magnolia, Magnolia six, Texas. and I'm in Magnolia, Texas. Mm-hmm. Only half, my father was white. He's from Louisiana, mm-hmm. past this past year. but his, So his background is all you know mixed. A lot of people from Louisiana are mixed, right? right? right. So I grew up in Japan, moved here when I was six, about what? Magnolia had 1,200 people, 1,100 people, something like that. You're talking about just north of Houston? Just north, yeah, it's, it's blown up now. Right. It's grown significantly. Gotcha. But for a period of time, it was a very, very small town. Right. And then the woodlands kind of took that over mm-hmm. a little bit, you know, or, or grew the population. So I grew up in this extremely small town, only half Asian kid, just talking about that just a minute ago. So I always felt a little bit alone, you know, mm-hmm. in, in that process. Um, and then... Uh, yeah, so wait, that's just my childhood. Okay. That's childhood. So then finish high school, go to Sam Houston State University for about four years. Okay. In that time there, I went there for four years. That's what I always tell people. Uh, I definitely went to school for four years, okay, <laughs> uh, for all those that are trying to get their uh, college education. Um, four years does not count as a college degree. It just means that you went somewhere for four years. Right. Okay, so then after that, went into international missions work, did that for about two years, working at a church was a pastor, worship pastor for a number of years, then became executive pastor, uh, ran a business consulting, and now I'm running for Congress. So you went- Did that catch it all? Yeah, yeah. So international mission, where where did that take you? Ecuador. Ecuador. Always Ecuador. That's where I went for gotcha. all of it. Yep, yep, yep. South all America. Right. Um, so then what made Quite you- the transition, yeah. Yeah, what made you transition into politics? Into, well, I've always been called two things. Okay. Always felt called to leadership, mm-hmm. always was called into whatever, you know, path I was down. Right. We've talked about that some. Right. So here I am in 2020. Mm-hmm. 2019 is when I got the call to do it. And so here I am doing it. So we'll see what God's got in store. So 2019. So you're just, you're, you're yeah. new to this. Yeah. I'm very new to this. Very new yeah. to it. All right. Politics, that is. Right. So you, this is your first time Leadership running for an actual seat? This is the first time running for any seat. Oh, wow. That's correct. And then you, of all districts, District 18, yeah, what, yeah, yeah. What, what brought you to District 18? Well, so I decided to break up the district into five parts, and I went to the north, and I drove it. Mm-hmm. So I drove the intercontinental area, I drove the 1960 Superintendent Airline, Veterans Memorial area, and then I drove down to uh, Fifth Ward, Cashmere Gardens, all the way down to Galena Park area, mm-hmm. and checked that out. Mm-hmm. On the third day, my heart got super heavy. I felt like God was showing me something that I thought was pretty remarkable, Mm-hmm. And before I even finished driving around the neighborhood, that was the thing that God was showing me. So it's funny that we were in this church now in 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 Greenspoint area, and I just felt God's heaviness on my heart. Now I did not know all the things right that were that were going on or not going on or lack of or whatever. Mm-hmm. But as I went through that process, I realized that God was showing me more to this dist- or to this part of the district than in the others. Now why is that the case? I don't know. Right. You tell me. You're a resident. So, but um, so back up. Why not? <clears throat> why not Magnolia? Why not the Woodlands? Why not? I don't know. Anywhere else? Why? Here? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Now 
I can tell you this, mm -hmm. the more that I've gotten into this, I've realized how much my personality meshes with the stuff that's going on around here mm -hmm. and why I think it's important to have someone like me involved. Right. So, and it's because of the lack of it, by the way. Sorry, Carl, you can tell the, me. The, the lack, anytime no, I no, you're good. We, hey, we're here to hear you speak. Okay. So you mean the lack of, you say personality? The, no, or? the lack of the understanding of the political process. So what I see, what mm -hmm. I've seen, mm -hmm. is a result, I think, of political process. It's the result of it. Mm -hmm. You want innovation, you want change, you get people that don't know how to do it. Now, that doesn't mean that I don't know how to lead because right. I've always been in leadership positions, but there's a big difference between understanding the game of politics and understanding the game of leadership, which is what I thought it was supposed to be about, mm -hmm. but I found that politics seems to be more prevalent than actual leadership. Yeah. For real. I mean, I don't know what else to say. I mean, I mean especially in a district like this where you see, you don't see it getting any better. You see it getting worse and worse and Look, I just came to tell the truth of what I see. Mm -hmm. I don't ha so I don't have big money, mm -hmm. and everybody says that. I mean, by the way, I've realized in this political whole thing that everybody says like the same stuff. Right. So how do you differentiate yourself when everybody's saying the same things? Mm -hmm. I, you know, okay, but I don't have those things. Now I'm not telling you those things to say as a bragging point to tell you, wow, I don't have big money. What I'm realizing is this: if you have big money, how are you going to make big change? Because that's where the, I think the ties come in. Mm -hmm. That's where you that's where you make the ties, and then whenever Especially you get, in a district like this, that's what I mean. So I've been a part of leadership, so I know how that works. But I haven't been a part of political leadership. Mm -hmm. And if you don't come into this clean, you come into this tethered. You come into this attached. If you come into this attached, that's just the way it goes. I don't. I mean, I don't know how else to say it. I mean. It's, it's like you can't go after your own your own your own ideas, agenda or your, your own, own ideas. You, so <clears throat> this is one of those yeah. areas as well. Yeah. And you you may want to explain yeah. this to yep. the people yep. to make yep. it clear. As you say, you you don't have mm. big money. You don't come from big money. Yeah. This is one of those areas that if you don't yeah. have big money, this is the best place to get in. Yeah. Because you don't have Why to have a that? lot of money. Okay, yeah. You know, you it's more of an influence thing. If yeah. you can speak well and talk well, then, mm. hey, the people might rally behind you. Mm. But then after you give those speeches, they make us feel warm yep, and fuzzy yep, yep, inside. Yep. Then we're well, left by the to way. Yep. figure out what now. Yeah. You know, yep. you gave us this speech, and I feel but good, what? but I don't see change. Yeah, yeah. And I've seen that because uh -huh. I see the—, the the uh, church circuit, and I see how the church circuit's kind of like, hey, here's some stuff we said. Are we going to make something happen or right. not? You know. So how do you so, how, let them know how yeah. how are you not that? Um, well, there, I think there's a few things that have to be addressed. Mm -hmm. Number one is someone like myself coming into this district has to be untethered, like has to be unattached. Certainly, I want to sell myself, but my question to I think that I've been posing back to the people is. What is it that you want to see change, and do you believe that that change can happen? And if that, if you believe that that change can happen, then what are those things that are happening that you believe are leading to that change? Mm -hmm. It's 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 paramount that the people that are involved actually care about the change more than I do, mm -hmm. like more than I do. Have you been running into those people since you've been? Oh yeah, making for, your rounds. I think so, and I believe that you're one of those people. That's why we've connected. Yeah, at least that's what I believe. And then what have you gathered thus far? As far as what do you see that needs to change? Because, and I've been doing this long enough now to where I, I know what to listen for. Yeah. And you hear the people say, well, I want to hear what the people say. Yeah. But at the end of the day, if you're going to put yourself in a leadership position, at some point you're going to have to take the lead and say, okay, yeah. guys, this is what we're going to yeah. do. Yeah. So what do you see if you were elected into office? What, well, what would your first 90, 100 days look like? Well, Carl, we already started. We started, what, uh, three weeks ago. Mm -hmm. We went to a radio show, and I spoke for the first 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. In the last 20 minutes, you spoke. Right. I didn't speak. Right. I wasn't up on stage. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there is a difference between saying it's about what people want to hear, but there's a whole other thing to say, I'm willing to stake my reputation on what someone else thinks and put them in that spot. Right. There's a big difference. You get? Do you get what I'm saying, though? There no. is a difference. I, because... Because if if you rely on the politician, mm -hmm. even that in and of itself ha has inherent flaws. Like these people, whoever gets elected is going to go do stuff, and they're going to go spend 75, 80 percent of their time doing stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, I think you said earlier, like they're going to get a steak dinner out of the whole thing. I'm yeah. sorry, but that's the truth. But are you going to 
See, and that's the problem. You know, they get the steak dinner and they want to wave, wave the bone around, you know, once they're finished eating okay, the, I got it. the meat of it. Okay, and here's the difference. What we want to do is somebody that's going to bring us to the table with us. That's with what I'm them. saying. You know what I'm saying? And empower the people, not only for a voice, because, you know, we all— That's that's not enough. At some point, we can speak for ourselves. To be honest, what's, what's going on in our district, it's a lack of economics, a yeah. lack of resources. So— the time for talk is over, man. <laughs> the time so, for talk is over. This this platform here is just to make people aware of what's going on, to let people know that there's people like you that's that's out here. Yeah. And the thing that that I fear, and we never know this until a person actually gets into sure. office, is you can talk a good game, but once you get in, are you going to stand behind those things that you said? Well, if you know, th- and then what I'm trying to say is I've already done some of that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Eduardo's probably watching this right now. As soon as the first thing I do is I ask him, what do you think needs to happen? Right. And I put him in the situations where he's stepping out. I've already done it with you once. Test me again. You say, well, so you're talking about the um, the show? Is that what you're referring to? Yes. Okay. I mean. Okay. I, I, but, you, but I don't have the position yet. No, you don't. And And see, that's another thing that. I want to see from the people. I like to see from the people. If, yeah. if, if you're really about this life. It's things that can be done before you have that seat. You know, we've had plenty of people with the back to school event we had. We had people, hey, they were not in a position at yeah. all, but they had businesses. They lended themselves yeah. 200 dental screenings. Yeah. You know, they donated to the pack, backpack drives and all okay, that so, type so, of stuff. So, so. Sorry to interrupt. Mm-hmm. But there's a big difference mm-hmm. between me doing a bunch of stuff and me bringing you to the table to do stuff. I'm sorry. There is an inherent, intrinsic, deep Difference. Mm-hmm. Because the difference is, and you can test it, and you can test it along the way, is is Mike doing all the talking and is Mike doing all the, you know, the stuff? Or is he bringing people along with him and then is he immediately giving those people... P- a p- that's what I'm saying. That's the difference. Now, I'm not trying to tell you that that's why I'm so different. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you that's the difference between the change that you want to... Like you said, Carl, the time for talk is over. Mm-hmm. The time for talk is over. It's been over. Right. And everybody's come on here and said, I'm going to do this thing, and I'm going to go do this thing, and, man, I'm so different. And, you know, I used to eat, I don't know, whatever when I was a kid. Well, I used to eat a bunch of stuff, too, that y'all don't know about. That doesn't make me more uh, approachable. The difference is do I put you in the position to actually do something right. about it? You know, I, I told you earlier that I'm, I'm realizing myself, myself as I go along this journey, why God has moved me into this role or at least, you know, into the role of running. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because what needs to happen for sustainable change, because let me tell you something, because we'll get into gentrification and all that in a minute. The steamrolling capitalism train is coming down the pike, my friends. Mm-hmm. And if, if, if there's not a plan that is hardy enough and robust enough to counter that, then that free market train is going to run right over. Right. It's going to go right past you, and you're going to say, where was my ticket? I didn't get a chance to right. be a part right. of that. You, so, what I'm, Carl, you don't need the seat for me. No, you need the seat for you. Exactly. So that's what you're saying. You're going to bring... The people to the seat. Well, who do I got to pay back? Right. So, <laughs> who I got to pay back? You would continue doing what you're doing, is what you're saying. You get in the seat, you would continue to allow people from the community who's been doing the work in the community know what the issues are to come out and speak. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. What, what do I? What do I have to lose in the sense of I'm not getting a bunch of people because I'm not I'm not representing those interests. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you can look on you can uh, this stuff has to be filed with the federal government. It's not like you can find out for yourself. Um, I don't know if it shows you like the donors themselves, but I mean, you're gonna find out if I have uh, company money, corporate money, or not. Right. You'll find right. out. You can see it really clearly, and everybody knows you follow the money. Exactly. That's what you do. So so if I get this mm-hmm. myself, Mike Allen. What am I going to do with it, right? Mm-hmm. Because I didn't make a bunch of money doing it. Right. I didn't. You know, that really wasn't the cause of it. And my background and my experience has always been, Mike, you, you, you only step out in front as much as it's required, and then you bring other people. And that's the real measure of whether something's sustainable. If I'm the one who is always saying, this is what you need, and this is what we need, and this, you, in and of itself, there is a lack of sustainability in right. that. Like, that, that in and, like it's, sometimes it's the little stuff that people just forget that that's the important thing. It's because it's not sustainable for one person to come and think that they have answers to stuff, it's not sustainable. Mm-hmm. And District 18 is extremely diverse. It's 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 
it's you know you know what I'm saying. Yeah, how do you Wildly overcome that, that language barrier as well? How do you overcome that? And you bring the people to the table. Like that's what I'm saying. Like mm-hmm. okay, if if you have ten people mm-hmm. and the 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 African American population in District 18 is thirty percent, thirty seven percent, then there should probably be four people, almost four people at the table that are of that descent, right? right. Mm-hmm. And the, and if it's forty two percent. Uh, Hispanic, then I guess, you know, that's four or maybe five or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't it be that's the way it is? Look, that's what I'm trying to say is you're just going to see it as we go along. You, you you won't see it in one shot. Right. You know, this is not an elevator pitch because what I want to start to see over time mm-hmm. is I feel like I'm called to do this. Not everybody's going to believe that at the very front. Right. They're not. Right. We're going to see it as we go through the process and the steps of what we come back and we keep coming back and we keep talking. And we keep talking about the things that matter until, honestly, until people in the district decide to pick up some of those things for themselves. Mm-hmm. That's the difference between, I think, and that's not even a differentiating factor for me. I'm saying that's the difference between real leadership. You'll know if I'm in real leadership, and you can vote me out in two years if I'm not. Mm-hmm. But like you said, the time for talk is over. And I'm saying that that type of leadership or that type of Agreement, partnership is the only thing that's going to work. Right. So what about and <laughs> so man, I got you in the hot seat tonight, Mike. I ain't even gonna lie. What do you mean? I'm ready. Oh, uh, so good. Because you know I, I, I've, I've, like I said, I've been doing this now and I've seen it. And so, what happens if Mike doesn't get the seat? Does Mike go back to his corner of the world and we never hear from Mike again, or is it like? Mike is still in the fight with us. So do you want me to just tell you what I think? I mean, like, do you want me to give you some, oh, yeah, I'm a, I've always been in the fight. I've been in the fight. I've been nah, in the fight 20 years. I want to know honest to God we'll see, we'll see if God keeps me in the fight. Right. I wasn't in it before now. Right. I got you. I mean, hey. I did. Uh, well, okay. And we, we appreciate your honesty. That's I all did, we can do. I got called into something that I didn't have before mm-hmm. and to see things that I've never seen before and to right. meet people that I've never met before. Because we definitely needed a fresh pair of eyes to the whole thing. So what I'm saying is, like, if this is my question to y'all. Y'all are community people. If it's been so great with all the people that you've known for the whole time, why don't you just have them back in again? They, they had the same roots. They ate your restaurants. They went to here. they known you since that's, you were kids. That's a whole other story. But it's <laughs> not, tr- though. I'm trying to figure out. If y'all don't address it yourselves in the community, what makes you think somebody else is going to address it right. for you? Right. And that's, that's, that's what this is for. It's open people's eyes up to something yeah. new. Yeah, you know, to let them know, like, you know, there has been a person that's been here for the past twenty plus years, and things have digressed. Look, they have you, been progress. And look, that's another thing. You're gonna hear me talk about some of these things openly and honestly because there's there, what is the what is the uh, uh, what is the effect of that that's going to be detrimental. It's not like the Democratic Party is going to pull funding from me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, in this whole process, I've already gone through enough trouble. You know. Uh, losing my the role that I was in before, all those type of things to come here. So what what you mean by losing the role? I'll get to that in a little bit, but essentially, it it, it I'd like to build that up into a crescendo. But gotcha. that's okay. But. Um, so I don't feel at the moment that's going to be helpful. <laughs> the, so you're dealing with the district with a community that's it's under attack spiritually. Yeah, the whole physically. Nine. That's what I'm seeing. It's under yep. attack, yep. and like you say. The people that's living in these communities, they are not even aware of yeah. it. Their eyes aren't open to it until they get that tax bill, and it's two times what it was last year. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, when they saw the Starbucks coming in or that nice coffee shop or that three-story house that got built on the corner, and I'm yeah. like, oh, they're yeah, improving yeah, yeah, yeah. our neighborhood. Yep. But they're not realizing that they're not improving it for you yeah. because they don't have your best interest at heart. Yeah. And we talk about gentrification, greedification is what I've coined it yeah, lately. Yeah, there's a bunch of words. <laughs> Any of them. You know, and to, and as I do more research, I, I read the study from Rice and things like that. You have people that will disinvest in the community or make sure that nothing good goes into the community yeah. until the property gets to a certain level. There's a certain rent gap to yep, where they yep. know they can come in and rebuild and and completely make a, a yeah. huge profit yeah. off of it. Yeah, yeah, So yep. what, yep. What, how yep. do you feel about that, first off? Um, do you have any ideas on how to combat it? You okay, know? so let me ask you, because I'm going to go back to your previous question that you, because I was going to go into that. Gotcha. So essentially, like, what's, what's, what is going to be the negative effect to me if I come in to this, 
into the seat, right? I'm not losing a bunch of money from, you know, PACs and organizations and all this kind of stuff. When you call, when you just see something for what it is, you just kind of go, that's, you know, when you're, like you said, a fresh, pet, fresh pair of eyes, you come in and you just go, oh, that's that. Mm-hmm. Right, you know, that's that thing. I, I can, I see that's a spade, right? Mm-hmm. Like if I'd never met you before, right? right. And, and there was a hole in the wall right here, or whatever it was. And the first thing I'm going to go is oh, that's a hole in the wall. Versus, well, you know the story right, why there's a hole the in the wall. Yeah, um, yeah, Trey one time threw a phone <laughs> at me and it went through the wall. But yeah. like, but the point is that you know that you just go, that's a hole, right. guys. And you have to have somebody that's kind of like bold enough and a little bit, um, um, you know, out of the context enough to be able to go, that's a hole in the wall. Right. It's a not to uh, that sounded bad. I don't mean no, no, I get it. But you there's know? an actual hole in the wall. You know, Babe Ruth may have hit a home run and the baseball went through. So yeah, we whatever just left it the is. Hole there, that's that's but. exactly. It. And there's plenty <laughs> of like analogies and metaphors that talk about that. Right. So my question back to you mm-hmm. is like, don't you see the hole in the wall? Like, like, the hole in the wall has been somebody that, like, go back through all the videos. Like, I could sit here and talk about this. for You're going to have to cut this show off because the truth of the matter is I'm not telling you something you don't know for yourself. Right. This that, stuff happened before by people telling you that it wasn't going to happen. So what am I missing here? Because at any point in time, that could have changed, and it has not changed. And by the way, it's still an elected position. Mm -hmm. It's not like she just gets in or people get in by happenstance. So my question is, why? Why do the people that seem to be able to, like, why don't they just say that's a thing that we need to address, and why don't we do it? And, And the reason I was saying all that is because I think sometimes people are scared to say those things for whatever those reasons are. Whatever those alliances are, and nothing I'm going to say is going to change anything that what you think about that, Mm -hmm. because even up until now, when y'all see a hole in the wall, you haven't said there's a hole in the wall. And and maybe you you have have the people that have, but the the alliance, the pack is so strong that sometimes it's hard to be broken because you have people that are in those leadership roles, in those leadership positions, and they will... You know, tell you they're taking you under their wing, but at the same time they're silencing you. Okay, and so it's a a whole nother election year has passed before you even realize it. Yeah, and you know they did things. They they do major things for the community and things like that, but you don't realize that. Okay, this event or this whatever, yeah, yeah. cost this amount of money, but on the back end, so, they made tenfold. Okay, so let me ask. So let me actually, I'm going to turn it right back on y'all because mm-hmm. y'all live right right around here. Mm-hmm. For 25 years, you kept electing some of the same officials, and I'm not talking about the same one. I'm talking about there's been more than one mm-hmm. that you've elected right back into office over and over. I I hear all the time, nothing's changed, man. This should have changed, nothing changed. Oh, you know how they don't change things. Da, 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 da. Then you so, don't have the people to step up. So why 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 do you keep electing the same people back in office? And what would somebody have to say to get you to change your mind? Because they've already been telling you the thing that you wanted to hear. This is the these <laughs> this year maybe. So I didn't mean last, to put you in the hot no, seat. No, the, the last few elections um, may have been the first few years that these people have actually been challenged. Yeah, there's been no other person to vote for. First off, yeah, you know, people have been so caught up, in, and this is what you have to understand as well. Yeah, tell me. To be honest with you. We've been, these communities have been put in a position where they don't have time to worry about politics. They don't even, they don't realize how much it affects their lives. But at the same time, they're trying to figure out how they're going to put food in their stomach, their child's stomach to the point I don't have time. I can't take off. And then these things are done strategically. A lot of these meetings are held during the daytime. Is that right? The candidate is hosting his event or meeting during the daytime or right at the peak traffic hour to where you had to take off a few hours early to get there. And these are things I noticed, man. And I'm sick of it myself because they are strategically placed. You have important meetings that are put, that are placed at the same time to where you have to decide one over the other. It's a lot of things that go into play that first the people are not aware of and the ones who are how can I yeah. tell this person what time to set their meeting and this person, yeah. which is done strategically to yeah. divide the district. And then district being itself, gerrymandering was a real thing and still is. You have, have you looked at district oh, B? Yeah. No, B, no. Yeah. Take a look at the district yeah. B map. Even district 18, yeah. the way 18, that, it, yes. that it expands across yeah. from what the 
southeast side of town all the way up to the northwest side of town. So, but, but it's a larger district. I understand it's a U.S. district, yeah. so it's a larger area. But it's still the way that it cuts through and it strategically cuts through all of these low-income areas is not by default. I agree, but we have voices, mm-hmm. and we live in a city, and we live in a country where we can still make that voice known. So my question to you, voters, everyone, because I suspect that I'm not going to, you know, winning the primaries is not going to force everyone to immediately go, yeah, I like Mike. Mm-hmm. I buy into Mike, mm-hmm. right? That's right. not that's not immediately going to do it. Right. So let's do it sustainably. My question is, what do people have to hear and see to believe not just in me, but in themselves and then in turn believe in me? Because that's the thing. If I tell you something, you're going to believe in me mm-hmm. and any slip or flaw, you're, you're going to lose that faith or that trust. You have to believe in you because your voice was heard. So far, when we've talked, I've been, for the most part, even though I talk a lot, I've been listening to you, mm-hmm. like not in a, hey, I'm here to hear you, like talk on the phone. I've called you. I've texted you. I want to know what you thought about this. Right. Uh, we prayed together a few things. Like mm-hmm. that's, that's the only mechanism that you really have to be able to come up with something. Because right. what I'm saying is like the very best and brightest Harvard Law, Yale Law, the very best and brightest has left you in one of the poorest districts in the country. The best minds have already done that. The best Mm -hmm. minds. I mean, I don't know what else to say about that. The very best minds of this country and of this nation in our school system has left y'all in a place where there is lack of tons of things, resources, education, training, communication, Hope, vision. Somebody said to me the other day, um, I don't want to say his name, but we were driving down Tidwell, and he goes, man, this is the hood. It's gray here. I go, what do you mean it's gray? It's gray. I said, you mean like devoid of like color? He's like, no, it's just nobody, nobody, there's no life. There's no life in what's going on. Mm -hmm. That's not what I said. That's what somebody in the community said. And that's what it is. I don't think that way about things that I don't don't live in, but for somebody that lives in it to say that— that makes you kind of go, well, maybe I don't understand everything about what's going on. And by the way, District 18 is like so large that no one person can say, I understand everybody. Hispanic, black, Asian, white, those are four different. And then if you break down the ethnicities within Hispanic cultures, mm-hmm. you're talking about another 2025. 20, right. And then the, so, I mean. <laughs> well, you're talking to a person who's been blessed to actually be invited into homes of yeah. each and every one of these type of ethnicities. Yeah. yeah. So, I have a better understanding. I don't have the no end all be all, but I have an understanding that we're all facing the same issues. Oh, but then you have the you have the outside forces that that try to pit us against each other yeah. first off. And that's something we have to do. We have to come together and realize that look, it's no longer a black and white thing, Hispanic, this, that, that is we are all putting this situation in these communities yes. together. So we're gonna have to come up, find a common ground, common issue, and we're gonna have to address those issues one one yes. one issue at a okay. time. Okay. But we need Sorry. we also we're <laughs> gonna need representatives. Go. We are. And I will do that. But I wanna I wanna go back to something that my background in terms of a method that works. Mm-hmm. The church. Christianity spread in an age and in a time where it was never supposed to spread. Mm-hmm. Okay? You had Roman law and rule, you had Judaism that was real strong, and they, you know, they put Jesus up on a cross and all da 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 da. Right. Okay? On and on it goes. You know how it started? You know how it took off? House churches. Okay. House churches like what? Like how? Okay. You had a you had a um a group of believers that were all despondent and they were all you know spread out and they didn't know where to where to go and what to do and they had a now anything going on this is what I believe and this is my personal belief anything that goes on in district 18 in terms of a next step or whatever it is mm-hmm. is in my opinion going to be a step below the highest laws of love and all that kind of stuff you know the gospel that's mm-hmm. my belief what happens underneath that will change those programs will change. What has to happen this year has to happen next year. They should change. Like, by the way, if you want to, you know, think about a message that doesn't work, if the same message you're hearing now is the same one you heard four years ago and six years ago, then no one did anything, just right. FYI. Okay. <laughs> so the message the should problems. change. But here's what won't change, the method. The method won't change because the method is similar to that of the church. And what I mean by that is small bands of people that believe in what they're doing and can overcome and overrule anything that goes on. 
So, okay, let me give you another reason why you can test me. Invite me to your house. Invite me to your club or group. Mm -hmm. And how you're going to know that I'm engaged is listening, mm -hmm. but also like back and forth, like a little bit of like <clears throat> push and pull. If I tell you what you want to hear all the time, like even in this thing now, mm -hmm. if this if this conversation goes well, Carl, I'm not from your neighborhood. You're not from mine. Right. You're not my ethnicity. I'm not yours. Mm -hmm. So if we don't have a little bit of push and pull and a little bit of tension in this, um, in my opinion, this ain't a good conversation. Right. And see, my fear is when you bring up Christianity is that my interpretation and my research, how it was spread, and don't get me wrong, I'm a believer in Christ all day, every day, but the Romans, they used it. Well, that, there you go. They used it to instill fear. Absolutely. And to control and take over the world. Absolutely. I spoke about this before. You had Pope Nikolai V, who passed the papers bull that said, if you are not, if you go into a nation and they're not Christian, you have every right to take their land, their people, and put them into impetual in, uh, in, in servitude. Um, so, but we're woke enough to realize that's not the same thing as Christianity. That's oh, somebody who used a Christian oh, message. No, the people and, are not woke because you still have these mega churches that oh, for sure. that have people giving money. Look, man, I, in high school, I had a friend of mine. His mom, if she didn't pay the rent before she went to church, she was going to give the entire rent money to the church, and she lost her home. And even when she lost her home, she wanted to turn it. She wanted to donate her refrigerator to the same yeah, church, yeah. and they told her, "If you can get it here, we'll take it." So, no, the same thing is going on, yeah, man. Yeah. And I'm not saying all churches we have some good leadership out there, but man, the majority of them nowadays is they're straight after the money, man. So, look, wolves are always in sheep clothing, mm -hmm. and it doesn't matter what thing that is. What I'm saying is, look at the method, because if you look at the method, the method of what you just said, that's not. The, that's not the belief system I know. That might be a belief system that people subscribe to, mm -hmm. but it doesn't mean doesn't mean that that's what it is. But it's the same thing could be said in politics. The same thing can be said in politics. I mean, you've had Democratic leaders in these positions for a long, long time, and Democratic beliefs are should not be reflected in the same way that you're seeing in these communities right. now. We definitely need to change. I mean, the the leadership that's there now is not for the people in the community because if you have Coca-Cola that's going up in Greenspoint now. You have Amazon that already has gone up, and you didn't work out the proper deals to where there was something given to the community. In Atlanta, that Coca-Cola part that's in Atlanta, I'm pretty sure the city yeah. officials worked out that deal to yeah. make sure the community got something out of it that they can benefit yep, from. Yep, yep, yep. But those type of deals were not worked out, not for the public. Ain't yeah. No telling what got worked out in the back room, yeah. who pockets got lined. Yeah. But well, and you're a community leader. Mm -hmm. Did somebody come to you and say, "Hey, we're thinking about putting in"? Uh, I mean, that's the other thing is I've been going to community organizers and stuff, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, but you knew about this thing coming." Now no, we weren't invited to that. Man, I, so you you find out about these things last minute. I showed up to the press conference in some basketball shorts and a t-shirt. Yeah. So I did have an opportunity to go to the Coca-Cola plant, but. I wasn't in proper dress. Yeah, I didn't yeah, have one jeans. Yeah, you yeah. can't go into a plant with shorts on. So, yeah. And I, I stumbled up on it by circumstance. So, no, we're not being told about it. There was a meeting um, with with the city of Houston to talk about Hurricane Harvey funding. Yeah. And the people that I'm connected to in the city, when I find out about it, I call them first thing. Yeah, like, why yeah. didn't you tell me about this right, meeting? Right, right. I found out about it the day of when I was in right, the meeting. Right, right, right. So yeah. it's being done strategically, man. It, and that's why we have to get people on the inside, people who really, really care about the community. And like you— But no one's going to care about it more than you. And I was just about to touch yeah. on that because now you're interviewing me. I'm, I'm, <laughs> look, I was just about <laughs> to tell the people, unless we care about who we Truth. put into office— Truth. Then it's going to continue to happen, man. And with the people that is there, that have and, been there, is and look, we're seeing the same thing over and over. Yes, sir. In modern day politics, and I'll come back as many times as you want me to, because that's the only way you're going to be able to, you know, say yes or whatever. You know, this process, you know, affords mm -hmm. itself. But you have to just see who I am. Mm -hmm. You have to understand like who I am, and does that bring out the best in you or does it not? Mm -hmm. Because like anybody can get in here in a 15 second snapshot, say, hey, here's what I think about, here's why I'm running for this. It's like a commercial. Right. So we're basically buying politicians based on how good their elevator pitch is. And I think the only way you're gonna know is how many times you have me back on the show and how many times we argue about issues that really matter right. and do I really listen to you or do I not? Right, but I can tell you this, if, cause you, you do keep asking me the question, what can I do? What can I do to help? 
man, you're going to have to do something. I yeah. can tell you that. And there's going to have to be more than showing up on shows and talking. Yeah. You're going to have to actually do something because what it is is the people that are in place right now, they are throwing them a bone every now and again. So, so, and okay. they're happy with well, this bone. But if you can, if so you can thing, actually do something to show these people that you're not all talk first off because they're going to want something. That's that's just the way of this world right yeah. now. But if you can I'm a lot of talk though. Use it to bring them in. Yeah. And really show them what you're about. That's how you keep them in. But So I'll just I'll, I'm going to disagree with you on that point because I think this is where it com- it helps to have that outside eye. Mhm. Okay, uh, like you said, they've always been given a bone. They've always been, well, okay, no one's ever going to know what that next person's going to do until they do it, right? Mm-hmm. And by the way, there's been tons of people that do stuff, right? But it's not sustainable. In my opinion, you voting out the person that's been in these offices for long periods of time, that's your first step. Who you choose is your next choice. Who you choose is your next choice. After 25 years, you kind of go, well, shoot, I, I mean— I don't think I've done many things for 25 years. Actually, I played basketball for 25 years, mm-hmm. almost 25 years, and I got a pretty good jump shot after 25 years of basketball. Okay, that's 25 years in the making, but I know what I'm not good at and what I am good at. Mm-hmm. And after 25 years, you'd think you'd know what's not working and what is working. So that's why I keep coming back to say that I think one of the main reasons why I got called into this area is you have to decide for yourself what you want to keep seeing and what does that change look like? Who embodies that? Who's the person that you feel like will represent that? Mm -hmm. Because no offense to my competitors or anything, but like no one's message is as strong as Sheila Jackson Lee's. Dude, she's good at what she does, okay? Mm -hmm. She knows how to say it. She knows how to stand. She knows the colors to wear. She knows all the stuff, which ones to show up at. She's got people telling her, go to this thing, go to that thing. And she's there, and she delivers every single time. So no one's going to be able to sell themselves, I don't think, well enough to compete. I don't see it. Let me just say I don't see it. And I don't see a far-reaching, I mean, you know, I pay attention to stuff. I've been leaders in organizations where I've had to be the face and all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. She's good at what she does. So my question is, do you want to go another three years because of after the election cycle, because we're still in, in, in June here. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, we're still in January here, February now. Do you want to go another three years with the same? And what do you think you are looking for? So I'm going to talk to my boy, Eddie, okay? So Eddie's been interviewing me for like a month now. Mm-hmm. Eddie, if you're watching, you know, this just straight up, this is what's been going on. He's been testing me. And as the number of times I come back, he goes, okay, maybe, I trust you, maybe I'll let you in on the process, okay? Mm-hmm. So you got to figure out what is it that you believe is that person that you want? What does that person look like? And what are the interviewing tests that you're looking for? Because I'm telling you, you've had the best interviewer and the best interviewer uh, I'm just looking around. I don't see that. I don't see what should have happened after 25 years. All right. And again, the issue that I keep going back to. But yeah. When you talk about this, people act like you're speaking a foreign language. What is money? Because that's what these representatives are taking out of our community. They're taking the wait, money wait, wait, out of our saying? community. What are you saying? You saying who's acting like they're speaking a foreign language? I'm just saying when I start talking money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When people say, "How can you help?" and I say, "Money." Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Money. Yeah, yeah, money. Yeah, yeah. money. Yeah, yeah. Because these people are taking the money out of our community. Yeah, yeah. That's the problem. Yeah. It's no. I can't. I can't get a community center built here. Yeah. I can't. I don't have the money to put the resources yeah, in to yeah. give vocational training to get these guys off the street. I yeah. talk to these guys every day. Yeah. They wish it was something they can do better. Yeah. 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 But where are they going to get the money from to, to do better, to learn better, yeah. to know better? Yeah. They don't have it. They're hustling to try to stay in hotel rooms every yeah, day right. that are overpriced, right. $75 a night. Right. So I'm hustling to make $75 so me and my family have a place yeah. to sleep. Yeah, yeah. They don't have the money to yeah. get into the schools. Yeah. It comes back to funding and resources because that's what our communities are being raped of. And then once it's raped, yeah. then you have these people that come in and say, okay, the property is low enough. Let's buy it up and let's raise the prices to where these people really can't afford it. And now that's, they don't know where the yeah, hell they're going to Correct, live. correct. That's the problem in our community. But haven't you had people tell you that they're going to get you money? No, nobody ever she tells Jackson us Lee's that. Never said no. That. She just said, no, no I'm not going to do No, we're going to have this program. That's what I'm saying. We're going to give you away never... some backpacks. Oh, it's always been just the we're program. We're going to have so. this, this holiday event. Yeah, 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 yeah. And everybody, oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's get the money. <laughs> let's go get the money. <laughs> I'm tired of it, man. That's what the problem yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Because but, these people, 
check out all these people. Look at their bank accounts. That's my point, though. Like, that's my point. <laughs> so, like, what what is it going to take enough to be? Because, I mean, they keep putting the same people in. Now, I agree with you that no one's challenged. <laughs> but how many times are you going to let the same people back into office? Now, see that. And what does the person look like that has I'm to I'm only one change? person. Um, I'm only one person. I, I fill this seat every week. Okay. To try to introduce people to new ideals. New people. Yeah. Okay, so let me go another step. Let me go another route on this. Because mm-hmm. I'm trying to convince you, like, to make change for your own. Like, I know you want it. Oh, yeah. But there's a big difference between wanting it and seeing it happen. There's a mm-hmm. big difference. It's uh, happening one step at a time. But, hey, if we could get more people on board, sh- we could start steamrolling this thing. We're going to be 70 before that happens. <laughs> okay, so my, <laughs> my question is, again, going mm-hmm. back to the money thing. Okay, well, who's going to bring the money and how's the money going to come in? Now, hold on. How many people have already said that? Like, where, when have you ever seen the change of the money being shifted hands? Like, for, for you don't. Th- this area has been kind of, you know, rough for a while. It's a while. You don't. 25 years. You don't see Or longer. Look, I'm telling you, we can get. Do you get what I'm trying to say, though? <laughs> the, the change has to come not just from a part of, part of the way that I am mm-hmm. is kind of provoking you or poking you enough to go, hey, you need to be the one that says, like gets involved in this stuff and figures this out. No, Carl, you it. are a smart guy. I've, I've I've had the pleasure of spending some time with you, mm-hmm. and I will support. You know, I will be right beside you, in front of you, whatever it is, because someone like you cares. And I've met other people that care a whole whole lot, and mm-hmm. I've tried to keep myself connected to those people that care a whole whole lot. But we're all in this together to try to figure out like how does change actually happen? How does innovation happen? Because everything right. we're doing right now, or everything that everyone's been doing before me. It, I don't think it's been leading to the right things. It and it, it takes someone like yourself to be just as engaged, to be up. I mean, to have that, um, you know, they talk about in the church, sometimes they call it a, a, frustra- a holy frustration mm-hmm. that's big enough that overcomes and says, my voice has to get spoken of in this way. Um, has anybody, ha- have you have you gotten as um, uh, riled up as if you have in this moment th- with other speakers? I haven't. Hell yeah. <laughs> Definitely because, haven't. Because, like, that's what it takes. Right. I know that for me, like, if I want to, you know, I was doing some exercising this morning, and if I just sit there and go, well, I'm going to run up this hill, it doesn't really, but as soon as I get, i got to do this, i got to push, i got to strive, right. you got to see it. And people like yourself have to lead that way. And I think, my personal opinion is, you get too many people on TV that smile nice for the cameras, and I'm mm-hmm. not talking about the politicians, no, I'm not talking about behind the politician right. that wants to get in on that photo op. If this thing is, okay, this is what I love about a district like District 18. Mm-hmm. Now, this is where I come from. This is my background. Right. I've had um, I've had issues in my life. I've had depression in my life. I've dealt with obsessive compulsive in my life. So I've had to deal with things where I had less than what other people had to them mm-hmm. to be able to do. I told you that I grew up the only Japanese kid in a pretty much an all-white town. That doesn't that doesn't mean that I was um, you know that I I felt necessarily racism or systemic racism, but I felt alone a lot of times mm-hmm. because I was the only one. Right. So like I felt like I didn't have that understanding. So I've been dealt these situations where I've had less than. Mm-hmm. And what I know is that when you have less than, the opportunities change. Sometimes you can be so far behind, like twenty five years back, you can be so far behind that that becomes an actual strength. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. So you can be so far behind that that's what I'm trying to tell you. The who I am is, I think, connected to the district in the sense of, okay, I don't have a lot of money. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times people would see that as a negative, right? Right. Uh, Trust me, we're talking about it in our campaign. We're like, gosh, we need more money. So if you got more money, send it our way. But, (laughs) But my point is, like, you can sit there and go, we don't have the money. And then you realize... Yeah, but maybe that's a strength. That's not a weakness. Because God always, and, and by the way, you will always know them by their fruits, not by what they say, okay? Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? That's you will know them by their fruits, not by just their words, their, all this kind of stuff. What are they producing out of their heart? What are the words of the saying is encouraging me to do so? And what I'm saying is like sometimes you look at what you've got and you go, we don't have enough. And that is the perfect opportunity for things for you to realize, then therefore we have to be like this. And what I'm saying is like a district like District 18, because by the way, it's in, look, these are facts, man. The, the, the areas in, in like well below the poverty line, it's been that way for a long time. Mm-hmm. Some people would honestly, like if, you, if your rules, if everybody's playing by the same rules, you'd look at the, a community like this and say, well, hope gentrification happens soon because it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a t- and right until you don't have enough. Now, I know what in the black community, you have a lot of, a lot of that. We've, we've not... We've not had a whole lot, so we've made best with what we've got. Mm-hmm. 
And sometimes if you activate that, that's your strength. Because you don't have, you know, and by the way, there's plenty of people that do, so I'm overgeneralizing, so I apologize. But because there's not a whole lot of resources, you also don't have a whole lot of people that you got to, uh, um, uh, uh, you know, that you're tied to or that right. you, you're, you're right. enslaved to. You can so have to organic growth. And- you can do it however the heck you want, man. Mm-hmm. Because in that district, you have a, you, the, minor, the, the minorities are the majority. I mean, hello. Right. You can have it however you, you can have it your way. But you got to get enough people that believe in that. You got to have enough people to believe in that. And if, if I do anything, I can just provoke that and bring that out of people. That's what I like. So Mike Allen, y'all, he said he comes from a place of truth. He needs you to look in the mirror. Honestly. Realize your power, what you can do. If things have not been going the way you like it to go, then you have to be that change. And it starts with rooting out the representation that's been there and bring in brand new representation, people who have, who ideals line up with yours or like Mike Allen say, invoke something in you to do something to make a change. Can I, can I piggyback? Do you have to get off? You have to close it? Okay. So here's another thing. Here's another point to that. This is why I say I encourage people to have me out because everybody wants, you know, again, I'm realizing that politicians, they all do the same stuff. I'm realizing it as we go along this whole process. They say the same things and I thought I said something that was unique and then it's like, okay, it ain't that unique. But, this is my point, that it's not just having me come to your thing. It's let's, or let's, let's have a, you know, let's have some conflict. Mm-hmm. Let's have productive conflict, healthy conflict, mm-hmm. because that's the kind of person I am. I'll stay. I'll talk to you. If, if this podcast goes till uh, 10 o'clock, we'll sit here and talk till 10 o'clock. I'm I'm someone that someone's like okay Mike that's enough talking about, okay like nah, it's enough I'm, I'm gonna cut it off when it's you time do. I gotta respect my guy over here but man. what I'm we saying got is families this. to get home too I will know whether you're serious if you invite me to have a conversation and we have that conversation like Carl has mm-hmm. because that's the only way that you can get somewhere and then you keep I asking, can't come in for twenty minutes take a picture and walk right. out and I want to put something else on the table a guy like myself yes sir. I'm I'm limited to what I can do um, there were three important meetings I missed no, this not, week but okay. Just, oh, just, just in this sense, yes. because of the way life is, um, you know, I have to go clock in to nine to five every day, yeah. so to speak. Yep, yep, yep. And again, these meetings are held during these particular hours, yep. like the forty-five expansion that's going on right now. There are going to be a lot of communities and businesses that are affected yeah, by this. Yeah. But I wonder how many people were in these meetings from the community. Yeah to voice their opinions and their concerns and we're steady being told that it's... Well, they do that. They do invite people, but, like, it's not quite... I don't think it's quite what people think it is. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of like a box check. Right. Why isn't it blasted over the news? Like, it's one of the most important things going on right now, you know? That, too. So the communication structure is not there. I did see Anjanette, uh, and I thought she was good on saying that, but, but look, I, I my personal opinion is progress actually comes with a little bit of... Um, productive uh, discourse. Oh, yeah. Like, you can, okay, if you leave a meeting that's, like, intense, like, okay, and if, I'm sure people out there in a relationship have been married, whatever it is, I can't even decide on dinner without getting to something like, okay, I know I think this. No, you think that's <laughs> dinner. Okay, we talk about watching a movie or a TV show. That's, com- that's compounded, right? Mm-hmm. But that's what makes a relationship works. Love you, babe. But that's what makes it work, right? right. You know, you're you're a married man. Oh, yeah. So if you, so just another test for y'all, because I hope to teach and also explain as we go through. Mm-hmm. Like my best asset is a good coach, a good teacher, a good leader that empowers people. That's what I like to do. Mm-hmm. So one of the tests is go to the next community meeting, and if you leave there and you don't have one like, conf- like if you don't stay a little bit extra longer because you were fighting a little, like not fighting, but um, you know, conflict, like. Uh, you know, like you disagree, like right. a dis- disagree on a point. Mm-hmm. You got to ask yourself how productive that was, yeah. because, like I said, I can't even. You can't even have dinner without that. There's no way you can talk about planning a city without healthy, productive conflict. Mm-hmm. But you know, at the and end I hope of the, to be able to do that. And, and to add to that, you know, even as a great coach, leadership, whatever, if you tell someone they're a great running back, yeah, one day you're eventually going to have to give them the ball. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, that's right. If if oh, wow. you're disagreeing wow. on dinner and finally wow. y'all come to an agreement, someone's going to have to fit the bill. Wow. Or y'all may have to split it up, whatever. So that's what I'm saying. Like, as I, you know, 
the talk is great, the encouragement is great, but yep. you also have to put that person in position to, yep. or people in run position to run with it. So let me tell you this. I've enjoyed getting to know you. Let mm-hmm. me just say that. I'm encourage you in that way. Um, and I think I've asked that, like, a couple, like how can I encourage you in that? Because, I mean, it takes a little bit of everything, right? Mm-hmm. But I have enjoyed getting to know you, and I like building this relationship because I hope that people like yourself can would work with someone like me and actually... Like, maybe we go do stuff together and we figure out how to make stuff better. Right. Because that's the way I think about it. I'm all for that. That's that's the type of leadership. That's the type of leader I am. Like, I'm going to be right in the trenches with you. Yeah. We have to, right? Hey, you know, I've I've had several opportunities. Yeah. Yeah. You see, yeah, I, yeah, <laughs> yep. Anytime I have an opportunity, I bring another person with yep, me yep. for the experience. Yeah, first, yep. You've done then, that. I've seen you do that with your friend, your new friend. You, you open, I let him speak. Yep. Same, you know, you same the way same you, thing. you stepped out yep. when we were on the show. And hey, I'm gonna step out and just let these guys yep. speak. So yep. I get it. I can relate to yep. you in that manner. So you know, just going off of that, like you say, the fruits, I see it, but. One day I want to see an actual apple that I can bite and eat. <laughs> well, we're gonna well, we're gonna have to work on it together, right? Because right. We're gonna politics have to plant the seed. You by know. the way, politics is just one aspect of like having a robust community. Oh yeah, like just one. Just one. That's what the mangrove community is about. We got five branches, and the political branch is just one of. Them. Let's make that part the you know. Let's make that the weakest branch, because <laughs> the people's power is so strong. Exactly, and I agree. I agree. Because the representatives should be doing exactly what the community yep. wants them to do. So yep. sh- they shouldn't hold They that shouldn't hold power. that much power. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I agree, man. Hey, thank you so much you for coming it. on. Do you have anything coming up, any events? Um, Where can we catch you? Yeah. Uh, you got to look on the website. Um, it's Michael for Congress, michael4congress.com. Um, I'd love to talk to you. I hope that I can be a representative, but I also just hope that we can work together and we can find ways to work together and have conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd love to come back. My wife, Andrea, and I have really enjoyed the process of getting to know everybody in the community. So if you invite us, we've been coming to stuff. And, um, you know, we're just kind of like regular people that just want to know what's going on in the community. Um, we've gotten engaged in, you know, a few community programs Oh, Shady Timber hold Savages. On, hold on, hold on. Yes, I can't sir. let you go without this. Well, we get, we get so somebody. we talked about this. Yep, yep, yep. How did somebody you go? No, no, no. This is something I wanted to ask, and I can't let you go without asking. We talked about this. Yes. You were you identified as a Republican. Yes, once, sir. Yes, sir. And now you're running as a Democrat. Yep. How did that shift happen? Oh man, that was like one of the best shifts. Okay. So we all have pre like we, we I grew up Republican. I grew up in one of the most conservative counties, which is Montgomery County, mm-hmm. in the state, if I'm not mistaken, in the country, if I'm not mistaken. This is just like from here, you could throw a rock and you're in Montgomery County. Right. Okay. So what I've learned in the process is because you know, what I love about the way God shows you stuff is he kind of shows you pictures of things and he takes your past and he takes your present and he molds something new and creative. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, like, for example, like the Apostle, I don't want to get all preachy on this, but. No, go ahead. Okay. Go it's, ahead. it's a good analogy. Okay. The Apostle Paul, he was, grew up in a Jewish household and then he becomes a Christian and he takes what he's learned from the Judaism into his, and it's helped his it ministry. Helped saved him at the end yeah, when he went to, before the Romans. Yeah. So, so, okay. And so my point is like, I know how Republican thinks. I know mm-hmm. what Republican conservative values are. But I got to this point about last year, maybe a little earlier la- earlier than last year, where I realized that the company is uh, um, after the Trump thing, maybe about six, seven months after that. And I realized the country was in this weird split. It was mm-hmm. like 64 million Hillary, 61 million uh, um, uh, Trump. Mm-hmm. And I've always been a fan of Abraham Lincoln and that type of mindset where he comes in and he presents this other option and it's a middle of the road option, not mm-hmm. not middle as in moderate, but as an other solution, right. not middle. Okay. So what I learned in the process of You're gonna this, start a whole nother argument talking about Abraham though. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, look, everybody does the best with what they can what they've got. But what I what I learned You're from the process to win a war. Of, Yeah. What what I learned in the process of this is that um we're, there's so many, you know, there's 64 million, 61 million. And what came to my mind is, okay, I, I don't, 64 million Americans wrong? Right. I, 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 don't, I don't buy that. Mm-hmm. Other side, 61 million Americans wrong? I don't, I don't buy that. And so what I learned in this process, mm-hmm. and this is like, maybe this is why God said it's time to go. What I learned in this process is that seeing things from other people's points of view is scary at first. Mm-hmm. But then you learn to trust people, and then you learn to respect people. Right. So I told you about that Malcolm Gladwell book that I told you about. Well, one of the later books talks about this, 
What you sense right now in America when it comes to a lot of issues mm -hmm. is that there's a fundamental lack of um, empathy from the point of, if this is your truth, then that's your truth. Right. Whether I see it that way or not, right. that is. But if you say that that's different than my opinion, you're wrong, then you've now sectioned yourself off. Exactly. And so I think what America needs right now is for somebody to say, hey, you have to, if you don't see it from other points of view, we're not getting anywhere because we're at a gridlock right now. Definitely. Have we to. have to get past that. We have to, man. And, and just, I can, I can understand exactly it's where you're coming from. We had, um, <clears throat> my wife and I, our neighbor, uh, God bless her heart, Chris, she, white lady. Yeah. And the way we became, we're, we're best of friends now. Yeah. And the way we became friends is, we would, because of the turmoil and everything that was yep. going on in this world, we would, we would, we would get on political topics. Yep. And my wife and I would come from personal places yeah. of things we've experienced, things we've gone through. Yeah, and she was like, "I would never think, why, why are you guys?" And I'm like, "Because we fall in that same category as being black. So we, yeah. even though we may not talk like it, look like it, or anything like that, we're still considered black." by this, yeah. this this other yeah, side. Correct. So we still face the same issues, the same trials, the same tribulations. She's like, oh, my God. Yeah. I just can't believe it. Yeah. I was like, believe it. Yeah. Yep. And she finally was able a lot to more that. put herself in our shoes and be like, yep. if it can happen to you, it can happen to anybody. That's correct. And yep. it, it got to a point where <clears throat> she ended up getting laid off from her job. Yeah. Because and she felt like it was because she was older now, right? And I say so now, you can finally understand. Yeah, you've been put in this group now, yeah. and now they feel like you're no longer. They have no use yeah. for you. Yeah, and we we began to be able to relate on that level. And I'm like, see, that's the problem with this country as a whole. You put in all these years of work, and because you hit a certain age, yeah, and they're trying to hit a certain number now, yeah, and they can get rid of you and bring in somebody that's going to yeah. work for half the amount, yeah, you're no longer valuable right. to them, right? But what about all the years you put in? Yeah. So, so I think that if you have leadership that starts with this, mm -hmm. because you're never going to be in, in in like you don't want to wait too. What I've learned is at 37. You don't want to wait until you experience the exact same things because how many experiences of that? Right. A million? We are going to be in slavery. Yeah, so exactly, <laughs> yeah. So what you have to do Shoot. is you have to take, you have to listen to what people say mm -hmm. and take what they're saying seriously. What you, what you, what you have right now in our country, I feel like, and mm -hmm. I think it's just growing, is that if you don't ever cross the line into I'm t I'm take I'm hearing what you have to say and I'm taking it seriously, mm -hmm. you know Paul said this in Galatians. Oh God, I can keep going. Go but Paul said this in Galatians. He goes, Hey, when I came to your, you know, when I came to Galatia, I took on your customs and I took on your traditions mm -hmm. and it didn't hurt me at all. Now here's a guy who is Christian, right? Mm -hmm. Conservatives right now have a big problem with this. They're like, Oh no, we can't touch anything. That's you know, right. and it's like okay. If Paul can do it, you can do it, okay? Mm -hmm. So Paul would come in, he would take on some of these customs, and he would see these things. Now, he didn't do things that jeopardized his faith, right. but he did things that might be questionable in the eyes of a Jew or right. in the eyes of a Christian. Because it's or, just tradition. It's a tradition. Right. And so you come in and you say, okay, you didn't hurt me at all. I actually learned from you. Now I'm asking that you you know, take what I'm saying seriously. Mm -hmm. And so if you don't sit down with people that are the opposite view of you, and as soon as you do that, as soon as that light bulb clicks in your head, you're not a Republican, and you're not a Democrat. You're just a person. You're just a person. Yeah. And you realize, what difference does it make? You can play this game of Republican, Democrat. I'm playing the game where I listen to people and I try to get stuff done. Yep. You can play that game, and 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 they're going to keep playing it. Mm -hmm. But anybody who hears that, you know what eventually comes to mind? They go, yeah, that's, about, that's right, <laughs> because that's human. This whole Republican-Democrat thing, this is all— it's, if, if it's so true, why hasn't it been going on for 10,000 years? It's Man. been going on for like 40. And I believe you because I— <sighs> Give me a I, break. It's garbage. I go and I follow up with people who have been on the show, um, and I do it publicly sometimes on social media, and I call them out. Yeah. Man, to this day, I still haven't heard, had anybody— not not only the person not get back to me, but their followers who I've seen yep. completely destroy another person yep. who says something yep. negatively yep. against yep. them. But if you're coming from a place of truth, yeah. truth is truth. Truth is always truth. No matter what setting you're in. So that's that's why I did it like that. And that's mm -hmm. why you see on my website, Republican running as a Democrat, because mm -hmm. it was another point. And people think it's like some sort of, you know, scheme or something. Mm -hmm. The truth is, I'm not gonna get connected from the beginning. 
from the beginning. So that way a Republican can't ever say, hey, you were a Republican. No, I told you what I was doing. Mm-hmm. You don't like it, but that's okay. And I think the District 18 is a is a group, is a district that the people's voice can be loud enough because there is such low voter turnout mm-hmm. that if they get loud enough and they say, hey, this seems like a much more uh, realistic option for us, then that would be something. And we don't ever have to be tied to Republican or Democrat. We get tied to solutions. Exactly. And that's From what day we, one. That's what we need to be looking for, solutions, but, man. So. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, again, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you, on. Carl. Again, this is Michael Allen. Hey, check him out. Thank you very he's much. He's been making the circuit. He's he's getting his voice out there, but he's encouraging you to make your voice heard, which you, that's all we have. Um, and we can do that nice by voting you. at the polls. Um, early voting starts February 18th through February 28th, and then March 3rd the is going to be the sir. primaries. Um and then we still got a lot of, you know, we still got a lot of headway to make because yeah. in November comes the general. the general elections for what the local level, the state level, yeah. and the national level. So we have to do our homework. There's still time, and we're going to continue to do our homework. And it's up to us to get the right person in office to represent us. Can I can I pitch myself? Because I don't think I, we've been talking. Oh, go ahead. About. Is that okay? Go ahead. Thank you so much for including me in this process, Carl Trey. Um, the mangrove community, I hope to learn a lot more. I want to be your representative because I really want to know what it is that you want to see get done, and I want to work with you to get that done. I need your vote March 3rd to be able to win in the primaries or to force a runoff, and then we hope to win in the general. I'm a person that cares about the things that we all care about, and my wife and I both want to see those things happen. So we hope that you take us up on inviting us to your house or your club or whatever it is to have that discourse. I'll talk to you on the phone whatever it is, but we want to be the people that represent you, and we hope to win March 3rd. So thank you so much. We need your help. All right. Hey, thank Let's you. Let's do it. Thank Always. you all so much. Be blessed.